Hey, once again, this is The Blob, along with my co-host, King Cow. And you're here for another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. Hello, rhetoricians. Welcome to Vinyl Rhetoric. Good evening. Oh, I love you. Do, 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 say it again. Good evening. Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I moved my hit, hit my earphone to the microphone <laughs> to the mic- like I could hear better. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, That's even, why I love you, King Cow. Uh, I love you, Panda. That's why I love you, the Panda. <laughs> I just called you. I shortened your name to just Panda. That's fine. Okay. Just don't call me late for dinner. Okay. I won't. <laughs> I don't know if we should do this, but I'm doing it right now. Okay. You can reach us at Vinyl Rhetoric on Facebook. Vinyl. At Vinyl re- underscore Rhetoric on Twitter. Vinyl Rhetoric at gmail.com. And, and give us some requests or. And, yeah. Put your, give us your five albums. Drop a line. Yeah. Do whatever. Do something. Drop a line. Ask me out for, on a date. Whatever. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I, that would work. <laughs> I don't think it would work. If, I, if if someone asked me out for a date, it that would, would be probably, pretty funny. It would. I would laugh. Like, I was. I don't know. I was probably twenty four ish. Twenty three. Okay. Twenty three. Twenty. I was probably twenty three. Okay. And I was playing on a soccer team, and the coach. I'm so shocked. Yeah, I know. Shocking. <laughs> the coach had two daughters. Mm-hmm. One that was, one that was probably. Three years younger than me, and the other one was five years younger than me, or so. Like eighteen, twenty-one. Yeah, something pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. And and the younger one wanted me to go to her senior ball with her. Hey, oh. And the parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll pay for everything. What? Well, yeah, everything. Yeah, this, this, this. And I'm like, uh, okay. Well, I've known I knew I known her for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think she she might have had a crush on me. I liked her. Like, you know she had a crush on me. Well, I I, I know. I f- <laughs> found out later. I figured it out. I figured <laughs> one of the oh, so we went. I had a good time. It's That's the only good. senior ball I've ever gone to. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't go, go to, to your my, own. No, no. I went stag to mine. Yeah, I didn't even go. One. I got stood up. Oh, that sucks. You have no idea. That totally sucks. Yeah, dude. What dude would would stand know, you up? I don't know, man. I, I really? have I have the the worst luck ever 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 ever. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I don't have. I try to think if I've been. Yeah, I've probably even stood up. I didn't care. No, it's all bullshit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I I saw. So we went and after the after the uh, dance, mm-hmm. some people went, had hotel rooms. So we went to a hotel room. I saw something I'd never really seen before. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, they had a, they had a, well, I've seen, I, I know of what happened. I know it's happened, but I've never seen like it happened. Okay. So they had closet doors mm-hmm. that were mirrors. They took the closet door off and were doing lines off the closet ah! door. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. What is wrong with the back of the toilet, ladies and gentlemen? I just thought it was, that's a lot of work for a, can't you just bring your own? Like, Seriously. It, it was, I thought it was kind of funny and stupid. I guess that's family style, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, everybody, line up. It's a trough. We're just all gonna. We're just gonna do our bumps all in a row. That is so funny. I learned that word. 
bump. I was going to say, I don't think that you're well versed in the... What, is it a, isn't that a bump? Yeah, that's a bump. Oh, yeah, I'm not very well versed, but I, I only learned that word recently. I don't know why, but it cracks me up. It sounds funny. Bump. Yeah. Because that's what I used to call my, my thing, a bump. Look at my bump. <laughs> Mommy, well, I that, got a bump. It's just like the interim between when you do the full line and when you do your next line. It's just a little bump in between. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Yeah, you, 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 I've never really done that, but I know exactly how it goes because of the bars and the way that. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah, I've seen I've seen it happen, or, or you show up. Um, hey, uh, you missed a little on your. <laughs> you got a little residue. Yeah, oh, you've been eating. It's sugar. <laughs> I've had a sugar packet. It's okay, powdered okay. sugar, and it's delicious. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got some down here. You want some powdered sugar here, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> See, because because at that point, mm-hmm. I'm usually I'm not I have no intoxication or I'm 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 sober. Yeah, and I can tell that the other party is wasted, and then you just say whatever because they're so stupid, and you want to see how they respond. Yeah. That is that is a fun game. Exactly. Like that's what's funny is like most of the time when I'm at my shows, unless there's some crazy thing going on, like. I would say a couple of weeks ago, I did get a little nuts just before my Arizona, Nevada, California round trip. I was really excited, so I drank a little bit too much at my show. (laughs) (laughs) During your show? There was a little bit of time travel happening. No, during the show, I was drinking. I don't remember the last two songs that we sang, but good thing. They're always the same two songs. Oh, that's good. That's always so, a good thing. So they're always the same two songs. I don't remember doing them, but apparently they were great. But after that, I just remember having to be in the parking lot for a long time because I wasn't able to drive back home. Mm. So luckily, my rhythm guitar players hung out with me, which thank you, Ryan. So <laughs> we, we got to hang out and, and, and it was a lot of fun, but I actually left my ID there. What? It fell out of my pocket. Uh, and like the next day when we were getting ready to leave to go to Arizona. You have no ID. For seven days. And I I booked the Airbnb for our Vegas trip. You have no trip, ID. And I have no ID. And I need an ID. And so I was flipping out because I was like, man, this is the most important thing that I've needed like all week. And because I was thinking about it, now I've lost it. And that's why I've lost it because I was thinking about it. And it's most important. Like, So I drove down to the place that uh, we played the night before. Did you think it was there? And I was like, it has to be there. It's nowhere else. I looked in my microphone thing. I looked in my gig bag. I was like, it's nowhere else. I almost you were say, I looked in my microwave. No. Like, what? <laughs> no, no. Got it. Because my whole gig bag, I looked everywhere, and I was like, it's not here, it's not here, it's not here. It has to be there. So one of our coworkers, her husband works there, so I was like texting her, hey, do you think your husband can meet me at the bar? Um, because I think I left my ID there and it's kind of pivotal that I get it. Like it's super duper important. So she was like, I don't know. The cooks must be there. I was like, all right, well, whatever. So I drive over there and it's on the ground on the, the, uh, bench that I sat at after I got the spins, I sat down on the bench and it must've fallen out of my pocket and it was face down underneath the bench, just sitting there out in the open and, and someday my luck will run out. Yeah. But that day. That's a good one. I was very lucky. I grabbed it. We went back home. We drove to Texas. Uh, I feel like Texas. I feel like we drove to Texas. Yeah, you drove. It you was 2,000 miles. And drove and drove. 
and we and drove for ten and a half hours. Yeah. No, I don't get a hangover, which well, is great. Good. I never ever get a hangover. What, what do you drink? A whiskey mostly. Brown. Yeah. Hmm. I never. Odd, because I've brown ne- usually gives. I've never gotten a hangover. I like I think it's a tannin gives you. I've only gotten maybe two hangovers in my life. Well, you had the spins, so th- the spins no, are I, a great... I, I get the spins. I know, the spins are a prelude to hangovers. And I will, like, throw up. Sp- yeah, I the will spins are a prelude to all that. <laughs> as we learned in our last episode. Exactly. But the next morning, I'll wake up, and I will be A-OK 100%. Good. Yeah, I, I mostly am like that, but there's every once in a while, I'm like, not getting up. Wake up, not getting up, still not getting up. I do get like the two or three o'clock woozies, yeah. like where my stomach will get a little sour, but that's it. I don't get a headache. That's I don't good. get nauseous. I don't get anything. I don't know about good. It might show like that I might be an alcoholic at some point in my no. life, but no. I don't, but like I, I don't ever drink. The only time that I drink to excess, it will be a binge where I'm like, I'll drink too much. But at the same time, said husband of said coworker. Uh, he was giving me mixed drinks because I always tell him Crown and Coke, Crown and Coke, Crown and Coke, Crown and Coke. And so I tell him a double, double Crown and Coke. So then I don't know how much Crown he's putting in mm. there. I mean, you know, it's funny. The first Crown and Coke, mm-hmm. you really taste the Coke and you know there's Crown in there. Right. And then after a while, you could put like crown yeah. and coke and not and know you only You're taste like, the coke oh, yeah yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This, this is just like it was it's just like this is good exactly I and like i this. and Thank i you. think i had i think i had three of those mm. and then later on in the evening after i was already time traveling crown and crown i think he was just bringing straight shots mm. and i think i took one shot and like i think by the time those two songs happened it was fine but then afterwards when i went outside it was like Stop the earth I want to get off I hate that I hate I know. that That is the worst But it's so relatable You know I think everybody That drinks anything You know Has has experienced it At some point in their life The spins are the worst The worst It's, it's, it's like I don't know what I don't know what's happening I gotta figure it out I can't uh, The room Close your eyes Oh, oh it's still going And you're like Oh have, Yeah Have you ever Have you ever thrown up And just because you were really uh, so you couldn't weak and couldn't do anything mm-hmm. just rest your head on the side of the bowl yep and just lay oh, yep. oh yeah it's going in yeah yep. i've done that one see because one of the only like um hangovers i've ever had was my 21st birthday and it was mostly because i was mixing a bunch of different mm-hmm. things because everybody was buying you know their favorite drink for the 21 year old and that's where everybody goes wrong y'all like don't do that well, you you heard about the classy thing i did i think think you did well, maybe you didn't i'll tell you okay so my wife's hmm, give or take let's say f- four months pregnant okay she's pregnant definitely pregnant okay definitely and definitely pregnant. De- de- definitely definitely pregnant, pregnant. <laughs> i don't know what happened but definitely pregnant wabner 435 <laughs> yeah 437 matchsticks <laughs> definitely 437 queen definitely. queen queen definitely she uh I think I went out. I was. I had to go someplace and sign autographs. Okay. And then we were, we stayed and drank afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I came home and I was just. Oh, oh and then I was asleep and then and then I just started throwing up all over her, <laughs> and the bed, and and she had, she's pregnant. She had to wake up and get me off the bed and then 
<laughs> flipped the mattress. Yeah, I'm the classy dude. <laughs> took her, took her. I'm gonna say probably thirty years to finally pay me back. Uh, well, yeah, hey. it, it was like payback's she, a bitch. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> but I wasn't drinking, so it was good. I I was able to nurse her that's always good it was fun oh my gosh it, it was pretty funny i'm thinking wow oh, this is what i've been like <laughs> right the, recipro show. the reciprocal is always a little oh well eye-opening it was yeah that was it's funny i just well we could have met y and t uh, uh, but had but to take no. her home yeah. yeah she's wasted she got excited yeah no we found out about that way later oh she got excited because we, we were sitting at their table and they said Oh, we're not drinking this. We're ordering other drinks. You can have this full bottle of vodka. Oh, hey oh. I don't know See, how much. I can't mess with vodka. Well, they, it, it, I, di I didn't used to be able to. The secret for vodka, mm -hmm. this is what I think. This is this is King Cow's secret recipe for vodka. Or All right. Secret idea. Okay. If it's five times or more distilled, okay. you're, you're okay. Anything less than five, you're going to be, it's rot gut, you're going to die. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, and when you mix it, I mean, you can mix it with orange juice. Well, that's the only pineapple like, juice. I've never heard of anybody taking vodka shots. Sh yeah, who he, takes vodka shots? Probably the Russians. The Russians. Yeah, they probably before they kill somebody. Ah, <laughs> and, and then it's not even like they pour it into a shot glass. They're no, just drinking, drinking it out straight the bottle. from yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nobody but, takes. Vodka but I think shots. I think theirs is not theirs is probably not distilled five times. I don't think so. It's it's. Probably just strain through a I mean, strainer. Grey Goose. I'll have a Grey Goose martini. See, that's a lot smoother. Yeah, I'll have a Grey Goose uh, screwdriver. That's that's fine. Yeah. So Grey Goose mm -hmm. been distilled five times. Man, yeah. I think that's actually six. Grey Goose, the Costco bottle that looks like Grey yeah, Goose, but uh -huh. it, it's not Grey Goose. The but everyone thinks it comes from the same area as Grey Goose, uh -huh. and it's that's that's really smooth. But then they have six. Uh -huh. That's that's the, I think that's the Costco brand is six. It just says six. Okay. And it's. Six because it's f distilled six times uh -huh. or filtered six times. It's as long as you get it like that, mm -hmm. you're okay. I, I at least that's my experience because I know okay. one time I was drinking. <clears throat> I was probably mm, give or take seventeen, okay, maybe eighteen, and I went to visit my friend and we were drinking, and oh, I was fine, orange juice and vodka. I was fine until I wasn't. Right. Oh, watch me juggle these pool balls. Ooh, these they bounce good. <laughs> bounce right off yeah. your forehead. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad, and I didn't touch vodka for uh, twenty-five years. Yeah. I, Seriously. I have a similar story with with Smirnoff. Like so. The Smirnoff Smir vodka. Yeah, Smirnoff has the flavored vodkas, right? So Ooh. exactly, <laughs> I'm getting the chills because I know that. <laughs> so I was hanging out with one of my friends that I hung out in with in high school, and um and so uh, later on we reconnected and so and I had a huge crush on this guy, and oh, so I thought it was a girl. oh no huge I'm, crush on this guy. Okay. So so we had been playing pool and stuff with a couple of our friends that I had met back then. We were all kind of hanging out again. We all reconnected, and so um, one night he was playing at um. Uh, one of his friends' house, we were playing pool, and they had Smirnoff vodka, and it was raspberry flavored. And to this day, because of that just one night. Just the smell night, of it. Just the smell of a raspberry. Goodness. Like just a fresh, beautiful, little, wonderful, mm. tart raspberry. I can't I can't do raspberries. Yep. I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah. It, I don't know why I finally 
said, oh, I'm going to try vodka again. Mm-hmm. And maybe because we had nothing else to drink. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, let's try this. There goes nothing. Yeah, I don't know what it was. But I had, I, I think I wanted to, because, oh, Grey Goose is so good, so good. Right. I'm going to use get this bottle of vodka from Costco. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it wasn't bad. Right. And so ever since then, I can drink it. I don't, vodka is not a go-to for me. No, I'm I'm a whiskey drinker. I like bourbon. Whiskey, bourbon. I'm I like there. whiskey. Bourbon's okay. I mean, I, some I, of it is really alcohol flavored. Okay, so I'm an experimenter. Okay. Bailey's. Okay. I love Bailey's. In coffee. No Bailey's. Just drink Bailey's Just straight. Drink Bailey's straight. Yes. Yeah, I can sip it. Put All it right. over ice. All really right. good. Okay. All well. Right. Okay. They have whatever Costco. I'm following you. The Costco brand of okay. Bailey's uh-huh. Irish cream. Dailies? No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Rayleigh's. <laughs> yes. That one. Uh, so I'm, I, I like this flavor. I like this flavor. Let mm-hmm. me try this. So I just, I just, okay. Vodka, Bailey's, Kahlua? Um, I'm gonna stop Black right Russian. There. Make it stop. That's Make a it black stop. Russian. Something. Um, whatever. A black it, Russian is no, only. No milk. I put milk in. That's a white Russian. Okay, so I just, but I'm just mixing. Otherwise things, known as a Caucasian. Okay, so I had that. I I just make things. Mm-hmm. So I tried this, the Baileys, the Faileys, the Fakeleys. <laughs> I that. Uh huh. And. <laughs> I can't. I can't even believe that I'm going to say this in real life. Cream soda. Oh Lord! I'm like. I like cream soda. I like Bailey's. Okay. Let's pour them together. Hey, this isn't bad. Ay yeah yeah. Yeah. So I. I'm an experimenter. So I, then, like the day after, like, did oh, no, you drink too fine. many? No. I, oh, okay. No, I can drink a lot, but All I. Right. I'm a different kind of experimenter. <laughs> What do you experiment with? You should drink a lot of those and then see what the hangover feels like the next day. Yeah, but I don't think I'd be hungover. You don't think so? No, because after... I just feel like a milky substance mixed with a carbonated substance is just not... But it doesn't... The carbonation kind of goes away with the the cream soda. And and I think the milk binds to the carbonation because it was not nearly... I I thought it would be carbonated. That was what I was kind of going for. But I think because it's so thick... The Baileys, the Faileys, whatever. <laughs> it's so thick that it, it 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 neutralizes the carbonation. Okay. And and I'll take your word for okay. it. <laughs> because sometimes I think, I just want to get rid of this alcohol. I don't want right. I don't like this bottle. Like, I, uh, I have a bottle that um, it's brand new. It's full of psh, Fireball. Oh, really? Yeah. I like that. I actually like that. Maybe that's what we should do for that. Okay. Okay. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. We can do whatever with a little fiber. I do like the fireball. Fiberball. <laughs> I do like the fireball. At your age, you should be doing some fiberball. Uh, well, I, I didn't even know that was a real drink. Really? Yeah. We went bowling. I don't know. Do 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 do. I, didn't, I, I just saw that I thought that I didn't know the song was for alcohol yeah yeah well we went bowling and and it was uh it was the Christmas it was the first year I bowled mm-hmm. and it was the Christmas exchange and people someone brought fireball so we had it at our table and I don't know how we got it but we had it fire and we were doing shots and I'm like Oh, this is hot licorice. Hot. I'm not hot licorice. Hot. Hot. Uh, cinnamon. Cinnamon. Uh-huh. This is. I like this. I didn't it's know good. there was such a drink. I mean, I knew You've there never was. Never have a Goldschlager. No, I knew there was a real drink. Oh, I didn't okay. know. I, I didn't know there was a new one that was called Fireball. Oh, okay. And so, 
we got, and it's less proof. It's it's I mean, a little bit of a. Oh, it's a, someone someone had a lot of proof from it, <laughs> and and the wait sec- was that someone you? Yes, it was. Yes. the security guard came over, and I'm like wanted a fight because I was <laughs> I was pissed because he's telling me, oh, you brought this in before. I go, I've never brought alcohol in my life. This, this we got this as our I've gift. I've never been oh, here. Oh, we my... were pissed. I was That's pissed. Hilarious. And 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 uh, one of our friends was was uh, the one that got me to ball. He was totally going looking at me like you have anger issues except for he knew i was right that well and that's drink. why you got upset was because you were right i don't drink <laughs> right i don't I, I don't i'm like i'm trying to bowl i don't want to drink when i'm bowling yeah if i have even if they bring the test i'll drink shots, after i'm bowling yeah well then i there was a couple times where i said screw it i'm gonna drink it so we just pitchers of beer and you get two gutter balls and you're like this is <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so I, I I have a bottle of Fireball. Well, I had I had something in the, g- the garage fridge mm-hmm. from Christmas, eggnog from Costco. Right. It's it's alcoholic eggnog. It's not the it's not eggnog. I don't like eggnog. Have you had that Costco bottle of eggnog? No. So it's not eggnog. If you don't like eggnog, this doesn't taste like eggnog. This tastes more like some alcohol. Like a hot toddy. But it's not. I I had it refrigerated, so it's definitely not hot. Oh, I don't know what a hot toddy tastes like. But it it's not it's not eggnoggy. It's got a, maybe a little hint of eggnog. Okay. But it's. Uh, like I had a cream. I had, yeah, it's kind of a little little creamy. Mm-hmm. But I filled up my cup, and I was going Phew. roasty toasty. Yeah, it was crazy. I was playing D and D, and I'm like, wow. Have I not drunk in a while? Or drank in a while? Or <laughs> partaked? Partooken? <laughs> partaken. Oh, man. I was like, I was, but I, I ended up going to bed because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. At noon or um, noon, at midnight. Man, I don't know anything. Am I drinking now? What, I where am say, I? <laughs> What's going on? You said that earlier when we were I talking. Know. I was like, noon. Yeah, well, I'm thinking no. 12. 12. I, was, I know that's what the you were, I know that's up. what you were cuz I was like 8 to 11 instead of till 1 you were like yeah afternoon and I was like yeah adult no. you adult you idiot but I wasn't going to correct you cuz I yeah, think you can correct that you knew what yeah I knew I, I already I knew. knew that you knew yeah thank you for knowing that I knew so that you I'm knew so I'm not going to be like super like condescending 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 <laughs> that's v- your thing vaji <laughs> I know that is my thing. Condescending ovaries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we can do fireball. Well, we can do, we can just do like where we just fill up and do shot. Okay, we're doing a. Sh- okay, hold on, we're doing a shot. Yeah, sh- and then and then go back to and, talking. And everybody can do it with us. Oh yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, but the one thing that wouldn't be fun is when they listen. If they, oh, that, they could do that. Everybody do a mm-hmm. shot when we did it while they were doing it. But, but they'll be drunk at a different time than we were. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, so then they'd have to, hey, call in, write in, <laughs> notify us. We do a us, live show. Do, do, what are they called? <laughs> do a TikTok video and send it in. Put it on, put it on, put it like, on our Facebook page. What are they called? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to think. I, I'm just, cause do it, an Instagram live. We're going to do an Instagram live. Yeah. Because nobody knows what we really look like, so. Yeah, I know. That's I'd like to keep it that way. I, I, well, I don't I, care. There's a lot of people that see me. Well, yeah. Well, just from the waist down. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I go to that what's it, the glory place? What's that one bar? The glory hole? Uh, sure. Why not? Do you know what that is? I do. Okay, I didn't know if you did. Yeah, you know where that 
politician was like tap tap tapping on the bathroom floor. I don't know. Was that a glory hole? Oh, oh no. Or is it just you toe tap? I think that was a toe tap. Somebody goes in the bathroom for, next to you. You put your for foot. something wishful yeah, thinking. That was of her that glory. was that was weird. That oh, was. I don't know, man. People are into weird shit. Yeah, that. What? Somebody I know. I already like this story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> read. He showed me the article. Okay. There was a dude getting in diver gear, wetsuit. Okay. Going into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like I I did the Yosemite bathrooms in the drop zone. Ew. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know you're picturing it. And I don't know if he had if he had a face he mask had to, on. I don't know if he, he had, has all of the diseases. I don't know if he had the thing coming the snorkel, snorkel. coming. I mean, you know, with the ball Ew. on the top, so it would block. From, I don't know. I don't know. I've seen some super special stuff because I'm 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 a fan of a certain podcast that like they have like a heavy segment that like has to do with some of the like really fetishy kind of stuff on the internet. I've seen some crazy stuff that I should never have seen in my life. But. Yeah, once you see it, you can't unsee I it. I can't unsee it, but I keep wanting to like see it more. <laughs> I like that. Well, he t- he also, this same guy also told me there there was he saw an ad for a guy that wanted someone to. I will lay on my back, and you will you will drop logs on my chest, <laughs> and then smash them with a tennis racket. Well, you've racket. heard about the McAfee thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the particulars, but. <laughs> I've heard the the McAfee McAfee that mm-hmm, does your like the antivirus the one that guy. Does, yes, well he, he he's does, part crazy. Yeah, he's yeah. lots crazy. Yeah, they had a documentary, right? I don't know, but I I've, think they had a documentary. I think that's what I saw. Oh, I've heard him on some shows. Yeah, he's like he's not part crazy. No, he's all he's all crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's he, there's no halfway for him. But it's interesting, you know, people get money and they turn into who they really are. Yeah. I'm not even going to say it's a different person. It's, no, it's, it's who, who they it's really, who they really are. are. Yep. Yeah. yeah, because you have enough money that you don't really care Yeah. what people think. That's why they Maybe. call it F-U money. Yeah, F-U, F-me, F-them, <laughs> F-everyone. <F-everyone. laughs> wow. Oh, this times. is taking a dark turn. Well, would you like to uh, listen to some music maybe? Is it a fetish song? Uh, I don't think so, no. Okay. No. In, no. But this is this is a I said no. A, 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 well fine. Fine then. <laughs> Keep talking. I will. I want to see you talk. La la lick la. your lips. No. This is getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, play some music then. All right. Uh I'm not I'm not gonna tell you nothing about it. I'm just gonna play it. Okay. Here we go. Just one more night I can't sleep here no more 
That's a banjo. That's a banjo. I love the banjo. Sounds good. I love huh? that sound. Good. Picking a banjo. Do you know who this I didn't is? Know they, I didn't know they had a banjo player in their band. I mean. Is it just someone playing it? Yeah. They play multiple instruments yeah, type I'm, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it, that wasn't Jerry Garcia playing it, was it? I don't believe he plays the banjo, I no. I didn't think so. No. He, he was sound like he might have been but singing. But that was him. I know. Yeah. Huh, I, I never heard that song. I liked it. Good. It's Grateful Dead. It's the Grateful Dead. Yeah. What so, album is it? This is the Working Man's Dead. Uh, is that the one where they, they like have a, a skeleton hand sticking out? Oh no, that's not it. So, this was released in 1970, which was well before me. But um, this was my dad's influence. You know, he he loved the Grateful Dead. He's mm-hmm. he's seen them probably like eight or nine times, maybe even more. Um, he always re- refers to them as a jam band. Uh huh. That well, when, that's what it totally sounds yeah, like. When, listening to it when they come when they came to San Francisco to play, they played for hours and hours and hours. Um, w- w- what song was that? So that was Cumberland, Cumberland Blues. Blues. So I do. I, I'm doing the second side, mostly because there's a song on here that was by the original singer. Um, Jerry Garcia didn't always sing all the art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jerry Garcia. I don't know why I had a different name in my head, but Jerry Garcia wasn't the one that was always singing. There was a there was a different frontman, but he died in 1973. So and and he was referred to as Pigpen. Oh, okay. Um, and I believe he's on the front cover. 
He's the guy with the uh, cowboy hat on at the very beginning of the line. What that? Mm-hmm. Or right there? No, the other guy. Okay. So, but this was a pivotal album in their uh, catalog. Um, and this was one of one of my favorites when I was a kid because it wasn't so psychedelic. Right. It, it wasn't so, you know, out there. This Well, this kind of s- sounds like most of the... Grateful Dead stuff that I've heard. It, I mean, it's super folk. It, it's Americana. It's you know. Yeah, I like that. I like that album yeah. cover. That's yeah. a cool album cover. And like, out of all the albums, this is the one that I, I gravitate to the most. So when when uh, the Blob, because okay, they're from the Bay Area, right? When the Blob played Fog Hat. Mm-hmm. They, I think they're from the Bay Area mm-hmm. as well. Their album cover from the album he played was a dude sitting on a just sitting on a little chair mm-hmm. fishing in a manhole cover. <laughs> Had his line dropped down the manhole cover. Yeah, it was totally cool. That that's a cool idea, you know. But it was uh, oh, I know I this is San Francisco, mm-hmm. and, and I can't remember what group it was. I almost want to say it was yes, but I know it's not. But they have oh, oh, it might be it might be Fog Hat too. It might be the other side. Well, there's one where they have a on the album cover. There's city. There's so years and years ago, mm-hmm. there was freeway pieces that were just there. Okay. They they didn't connect. I don't know if they ran out of money, but there was just pieces. On big like overpasses, yes, that but weren't it was, complete. It was it was no, not complete. It was it was uh, over. It was going to be an overpass eventually. It was just the two two Columns. and a piece of road on top. You could never you couldn't get on either side. <laughs> That's and it was it was uh, they did an article, either a, a pictorial article, either in Life or Time mm-hmm. back in the early seventies. But we you drive by it going to San Jose, and you would see these pieces of road just. You're driving under them. They roads to nowhere. Interesting. And eventually they completed them. They yeah. It took a long time. It's that's similar to what's going on down south with the uh, the high speed rail. Yeah, it was. It's a similar Cause, thing. Because when we were driving down in, in you guys saw in, some in of Fresno, the... we we saw the end of you know and everything starting to get kind of rusted out and stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, there's our tax dollars at work. So well, and that's uh, and and it might have been that might have been the Doobie Brothers album. Oh yeah, because they're another band from so, the yeah. area, and same like Journey, they're another mm-hmm. band. So especially early, those bands all put album covers, or mm-hmm. they used if they used uh, locale shots, they right. used the area that they were from. See, and I think that this might. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised it's if this wasn't Hate Ashbury, Berkeley, or yep, or Hate Ashbury somewhere in San Francisco. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Because I know one time I had to do jury duty, mm-hmm. and I went to I went to the Oakland courthouse or where it was somewhere in Oakland, right, in close to the Henry J. Kaiser Center, and there's this big lawn, mm-hmm. and I go outside. I mean, so I'm inside waiting for my name to get called, and I'm sleeping and waking up and reading and watching tv and passing the time yeah rinse wash repeat (laughs) over and so when i leave there is it's it's like a traveling circus 
has descended on this area that uh-huh. wasn't there when I went in, and they're all dressed in tie dye and tents and and it was the hippies have descended. Yeah, well the the dead was playing somewhere. Oh, I don't know I see. if they were playing at the the Henry J Kaiser uh-huh. Center or if they were actually doing a concert on the lawn. Right. But whatever, because they had a strong following. Absolutely. I don't know if you ever watched the Brady Bunch. Not no. Okay, so I think it's Bobby Brady the the. Peter, yeah, the the baby, uh-huh. I think became a deadhead and oh really? Yeah, and followed the band around. Oh cool! I know that uh, Bill Walton is a big deadhead, uh-huh. the basketball player, yep, yep. Sl- slash commentator now. Now a lot of people are like really into the artwork that came with the dead, you know, with the bear, and then there's the steal your face. That's the skeleton with the lightning uh-huh. bolt. Um, a lot of people are really into the all that stuff but a lot of the a lot of the psychedelic culture was the what was following the grateful dead around which was really interesting because the um the keyboard player and then the original uh front man uh pig pen they weren't into psychedelics at all they preferred alcohol hmm. so they were just you know everybody else was pretty far into the lsd but right they were very much like nah it's not for me yeah. which i think is interesting yeah that is interesting because mm-hmm. that's not the image I have of them. Right. But I only know, I mean, I was never into them. So I only know what, when they're, they have the deadheads that follow them and, and they're all wearing tie-dye and, mm-hmm. and the hate Ashbury and, yeah. and Jefferson Starship mm-hmm. and, and that whole. All that psychedelic era rock. Era that was going on. I just mm-hmm. assumed they were part of, they, they were just, they were all contemporaries. Yeah. And, and I only know legend. From what dad's told me. That's cool. Yeah, which is which is interesting. Some of the legends are are really kind of cool. Yeah, well, I, I like that. I've never disliked their sound. Mm-hmm. I just never really heard it. I didn't. In fact, the first song, I take that back. It was the first song I was going to say was that, I, I know this isn't the name of it, something whiter shade of gray or lighter oh, shade of gray, gray. Uh-huh. touch of gray that's a great song it's i love that song uh-huh. the first time i heard it i didn't know who it was i think that was released in like the 90s yeah it's i know it's an older song or yeah. newer song a newer i don't release. know how you do i know yeah. but it was way past but when we were playing when i was playing soccer mm-hmm. one of the guys on the team was into him and he was playing playing it on his headphones or whatever yeah. and hey you want to listen to this I'm like, oh, I like that, and, yeah. and so I, I. Touch of Grey is a really good song. I do like that song. Mm-hmm. I have, I think I have their greatest hits, yeah. which I don't think Touch of Grey is on that because I think the greatest hits album I have came right. out before that was released. Yeah, because they were huge in the late '60s, like huge, huge, huge in the late '60s. Yeah, and they were synonymous with Janis Joplin. Well, that and would, the Doors and that would be before I was into music. Yeah, and, and and that was that was those were their contemporaries, Jimi Hendrix. They were all. You know, anybody that played at uh, Woodstock mm-hmm. would be, you know, synonymous with the Grateful Dead. Yeah, well, that what's funny doing the show with you mm-hmm. is you know some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, Discman, do you know? No. Do you know? No. <laughs> what about this? Nope. I know. I think I've asked you. I said, hey, how old is Discman? <laughs> eh, 30-ish. <laughs> I just, I laugh because he, nope, never heard of that. Nope. Don't know that one. That's cool, though. He, oh, I know it he is can cool. Learn some stuff. Yeah, uh, and and you you, I think have the same experience that my kids have had with me, mm-hmm. 
and my wife, because stuff we like that we would play, they they enjoy. Mm-hmm. And we'd, we'd get something and, oh, we'll play this. And one of the albums we played a lot in our car was Tom Petty's Greatest Hits. Mm-hmm. And the girls love that. It's a great album, too. The, we went to go see Foreigner. And, great band. Yeah. And <laughs> my, my daughters all... This is, and this is the song they're going to play in the encore. Mm-hmm. I nailed it. Yeah. Oh, and they have one left to go, and it's going to be this. That's cool. Yeah. And so they're totally into Foreigner. Yeah. Well, so, and it's things that we like. Yeah. And, and, and they, like, they like their own thing, but they are also, like you, they also have what your, their parent, your parents listen to. Yeah. And there's, there's a connection there that you, know, that you have with your parents' music. Like, even you have it. Like, you've talked about your mom loves Elvis. Elvis, yep. And, like, you have it, too, where you're connected to that past generation and that older music through your parents. And it wouldn't have been something that you would have found with you and your friends, but right. it's something that you heard from your parents. And, and it it shapes what you want to listen to later, I think. Yeah, or, or it makes it because you listen to something like that, that if you hear it, or something similar that mm-hmm. you're not turned off by it. Yeah. Where some kids or kids, they'll hear, they'll hear, oh, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, one of the funniest stories was uh, the blob said that his son was watching, I forget what it was. It was some show mm-hmm. and they were, they were interviewing the guy and, and they, these two guys came to the house after the Grammys or something. These two okay. guys came to the house after the party and then they they ended up telling him hey no you know you, it's by invite only and the guys go okay we'll we'll come back later you know no problem we'll yeah. just go somewhere else no problem. so they took <laughs> off and then and then uh one of the other guys was saying yeah it, it was that one guy that, that he he played with su- such and so and I don't know who the rapper was, right. but he he sounds like he might go somewhere. And it was Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh he, yeah, 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 with Kanye. Oh, was it? That, yeah, yeah. That was funny. It was hilarious <laughs> because like, they don't even know who the newer generation. They don't even like, know Paul McCartney. I don't wings. know who this Paul McCartney person but is, but Kanye he, just made him famous. Yeah, and it's like, exactly. What in the world is happening right now? <laughs> and, and so they show Paul McCartney and somebody mm-hmm. else showed up at the house, and they oh no, you know you, you're not invited and he's yeah. like and he was like cool okay i'll go somewhere else yeah well and it's like uh when amy winehouse or lady gaga i can't remember which one but they worked with tony bennett i think it was gaga i think it was gaga um worked with tony bennett and like i love that intergenerational play where it's like tony bennett's from a completely different genre different generation than than lady gaga but the fact that she could rise up and be a musician because anybody can be a singer but she was being a musician in that moment where she was connecting with somebody through music. They they weren't on the same generational level. They might not have even been able to talk about any of the things that, you know, went on in their own lives that they could connect on, but they could definitely connect on that musical level, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, I've always said that music is magic. It can transport you. It can make you smell smells. It can make you you know, remember people that you had forgotten in a long time because like you remember where you were when you first heard it or you remember a specific area that you were at or time in your life. And it's, that's, that's what makes music so great to me. That's music is that kind of important to it me in my life. You. Absolutely. It's yeah. magic. It's time travel. 
And even though I wasn't born when this record was, you know, uh, released, it's very important to my father. My father has gotten a lot out of it, and he he gave that to me. And that's that's important to me, too, where it's like it's my generation connecting with my parents' generation. So, I don't know. I hate to get corny and hokey, but that's that's the importance of music. That's the importance to me. Oh, well, that's not corny or hokey. Okay, good. <laughs> It's, no, it's, it's, I think you're mistaking corny for heartfelt. Yeah. Because it sounds, it's maybe sounds corny, mm-hmm. but it's because it's, okay, we were talking, I think our last episode, we were talking about something, uh, or maybe we were not even on the clock. We were talking about how we hate people. Yeah. It's because they're so predictable. Yeah, they I are think that. they're predictable. Well, they, they just, they want to, they, because society has warped their feeble little minds, mm-hmm. they can't appreciate things for what they are. Right. Or they always have to find an ulterior, ulterior well, what motive. What does that mean? Yeah. Well, what does that Instead mean? of just accepting it for what it is. Exactly. And, and I think, as you stated so eloquently, that when you listen to something that your parents listen to, you're connecting you're, you said your generation to their generation, but it's more you to them. Yeah. And it's, it's such an, a, a personal connection mm-hmm. for yourself that, that it, it evokes all those memories of, oh, I remember when dad was listening to this then. I remember when mom was listening to this and what we, when we were making bread and she did, yep. oh, whatever you happen to be doing or when well, I was opening presents or whatever. Exactly. And then it can even transcend further with their own grandchildren because even after they're gone you can you can show your kids that this is what this my, this is, is what, what your, my parents your listened grandfather to. used to listen yeah. to and so it, it, it that's that's what's great about the fact that you know the radio turned into the television turned into digital media that we can take these things that might have been lost forever in cassettes and stuff that can be damaged or destroyed or or you know scratched whatever and mm. now it's all digital and now we can pass it on to everybody else. And it's great that there's new music that's being released. I'm very glad that that music exists. But I'm also glad that we can look back and see where it came from. Because everything's an evolution. Everything comes from something yeah, else. I think it was you that played that that uh, clip that all music is just 10 songs. or Yeah. And and you, they were just like we're playing the music, and then they just sang words that weren't the right words, and it was the right song. Uh huh. And it was crazy. Yeah, I mean, out of uh, there's only eight notes on a scale, and there's eight octaves, so that's only sixty four notes. If you add on through the the notes that are in between, there's one hundred and twenty eight notes, and that's it. That's it. Or, or, or do do you really know that, or are you just making that's those it. numbers up? I'm pretty sure that that's it. Okay, I don't know. So I think there's it 100... sounds good. I'm just looking at you, Professor. Thinking... I'm pretty sure there's only 128 notes. Okay. I mean, I could be, probably be proved wrong on some of these augmented scales and some of these other things, but I think there's 128. Okay. <laughs> I I believe you. I I'm just looking at you with my jaw on the ground, going A. But even then, B. But even then, I can like think about it and be, prove myself because there's 188 keys on a piano. No, there's not. There's Isn't only there? 88. Oh, there's 88. I know that one. It's not 188. It's only 88. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. There's like 120 keys. Because when you said that, I'm like, <laughs> well, I know that there's less keys than that on the keyboard. Yeah. So, okay, good. So it's not one for that. I know it's not one for... Oh, 
Now, see, I don't know this. If 88 is the white ones or the white and the black together. See, I'm not sure. I don't know. So I, I think we're I think we're like in the in the weeds here. It might be 88 total. I just 88 keys. I know that. Yeah. When you tickle the iris, you tickle 88. Okay. I know that. It might be the the white and the black. It probably is. Let me count. One, <laughs> two. <laughs> but there, what I'm saying is, there's a finite amount of notes, so there's only a certain amount of notes you can use in any given song, and mo and there's there is a formula. Well, I think that's why, some when when you find some transcendental talent that does something that nobody's done with something the notes unique. before, mm -hmm. and and you're like, whoa. And they inspire a whole new group after them to to build on what they... And you could say that about uh, Eddie Van Halen. No, I know? know. That's who I was thinking of in particular. Because I was thinking about Freddie Mercury, too. Well, I was thinking of him and Jimi Hendrix, both Eddie yeah, and Jimmy. and Jimmy. Both of them were... And Jimmy was great because he was a left-handed player, so he actually played the guitar upside down. So I would say that he, he probably found a couple of things did, just did, doing that. Well, some of the things I read, some of the things that he did, because he played upside down, mm -hmm. he could hit notes. He could finger differently because yeah. you couldn't read. Instead of going, exactly. he didn't have to do that because it was already set up that way. Exactly. So he was able to make some sound. And, so, and that's what made him a virtuoso. And then Eddie Van Halen was doing the same thing when he just started. The tapping? Yeah. That the was tapping huge, the, but nobody it, did that. Nobody did that before. He thought when when I played uh, when I played the Van Halen album mm -hmm. way back two hundred episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, uh, one hundred ninety five, something like that. Mm -hmm. He thought that the uh, eruption. Uh, I, I didn't even think that was very good, and I'm like, dude, th that's it's pretty. It's, I just, it's one I of the it's, one of the best. Yeah, my brother in law asked me. Were you blown away the first time you heard it? And and I had said, no, I, I don't remember eruption. But then when I hear heard it, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, that's not eruption. That's part of the... Yeah, you think it's the beginning of... Yes. Girl, you really got me now. Anyway, it's it's just... it's you get You get these musicians that come along and they see how far they can push the boundaries they do something different and then you get other ones that build on it and then you have all the other ones uh we're just going to do the same thing yeah exactly and sometimes it's good sometimes and it's sometimes good. it's not <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's i'm a great philosopher thank you it's the way it is it is what it is <laughs> all right um i'm gonna play the next one it's a little slow Okay. And it's a little long. Well, I don't care. But it's one of my favorites because it's personal, you know. So here we go. All of my friends come to see me last night. I was laying in my bed and dying Anybody know from sin and 
Let's go run and see. Run and see. was slow it was slow it was really everything was really crystal clear yeah everything the guitar the harmonica the it was just nice little t- 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 yeah. feathering the drum or whatever mm-hmm. those sticks are called that aren't sticks yeah the i don't know they're they're like magic wands yeah it's like the kind that wouldn't have lights shining out. Uh huh. That's what it reminds brushes? me. Brushes? Yeah, brushes. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what they. I I should know. My brother played drums, <laughs> but I like that. It has a it has a really good storyline all the way through, you know. It, and it's it's life and death. It's it's just a cool song. It's it's kind of macabre, but you know it's 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 something that um, my dad's always played on the guitar over and over and over again. So it kind of transported me back f- with my grandfather when he went over to um, West Virginia for a family reunion. Well, he passed away back there. So it always just kind of reminds me of somebody that's kind of like not healthy. <laughs> 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 and then they, you know, they're they're looking for people that they that they love. You know, they're, they're, they see people, they go back to their family. And that's, this song's called Black Peter. And you know, it's just one of those songs. It's it's a personal song for me that I've attached to other things in my life, but it's a great song. I like the storytelling in it. Do you know who Black Peter is? No. I, I'm probably I'm gonna get, get the country wrong. Okay. But I think it's Germany. Okay. And Black Peter comes in the night at Christmas time mm-hmm. and takes the children that have been bad. Mm. And I think so, like eat, a Krampus. To, yeah, to eat him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Black Peter's a bad guy. Oh, nice. That Black Peter. I don't know, about, but it might, but it might make reference to I might, that. I don't know. Kind of like I, the Grim Reaper. Because when they said Black Peter, I'm like, I've heard I've, Black Peter. Well, it's kind of like the the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Black Peter might be he, a similar. I think he put the kids in a bag and then took them back home and ate them. Yeah, that sounds like Krampus. Okay, kids, if you're bad, this is what's <laughs> going to happen to you. You know what's funny is I, I have another through line where it's like, I just heard that somewhere recently. One of my friends, one of my I think my bass player's wife, she was talking about every Christmas when she's wrapping presents, she listens to a story that's about the bad kids. But I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, because I think there's some other guy and Black Peter might be the assistant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the particular. I don't remember the particulars. But it might make reference to like the Grim Reaper. And yeah. So it's basically be good at Christmas time or you yeah. we would get coal in our stocking. You're going to get eaten. Yeah. Talk about a motivational. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mom. Entity. Yeah. yeah uh, there, that's what I'm going to start trying to push. Do you know what it's like when you sleep? Uh, that uh, is what it's like to be dead forever. I uh, see. I was going to try and do Black Peter on a shelf. 
Okay, kids, you got to find Black Peter. <laughs> if you don't find him, you're going to get eaten. Hey, I, I, I'll do a, I'll do a co-writer on there. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, but I like that. I, yeah. I would call this. I would never called this before. Blues. I mean, and and it is. I mean, it's. But I would have never called it blues. Yeah, it's. I would have just called way. it. I would just called it. Yeah, this is just music. It's folk. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. Folk. Yeah, I don't even think it, I wouldn't consider it folk. Because okay. I think it's folk to well, folk to me is like more Peter Paul and Mary or Mamas and Bob the, Dylan. I, but that's folk okay i'm gonna i always think of folk as like singer songwriter stuff like one single guitar and a single singer and the the guy oh oh like carol king so not the guy that plays guitar and harmonica and drums with his knees and his cymbals yeah not not (laughs) that guy that does all the instruments at once has a harmonica on a on a rope i feel like that's more talent yeah, uh. but, but those guys <laughs> that play all those instruments, like uh, I think, uh, what's There's his gotta name? There's got to be some. What Neil Young? I think he plays guitar, uh. and then he has the. See, but I feel like he is folk. I would consider him folk. Yeah, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Something that's not heavy into yeah. like percussive okay. stuff. I, 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 okay, I, I see where your definition, mm-hmm. how you're defining it. Right. So in that respect, yes, I would say that's more folk. Yeah. But storytelling too. But it's yeah. I I would have always just considered this just softer rock. Yeah, I mean I think that's what it turned into. It's less yeah. It's but it's more blues. Yeah, but without the like heaviness. It's not. There's no heaviness at all. There's none of the percussion. There's none of the bass. Really, it's 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 just a single guitar almost. Just people just basically just jamming (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. nice simple song Mm -hmm. a real simple song Mm -hmm. but very melodic very much so it was and i love the harmonies that they have yeah um uh jerry garcia and i think it's robert hunter bob Bob weir and bob weir was part of it too and and their harmonies all of their harmonies are just amazing to me and they're haunting and they're eerie yeah and they're perfect the only thing I thought was they they seemed like they almost didn't they weren't in sync when they're singing like later on mm-hmm. as they as they progressed down down uh, Grateful Dead Highway yeah that when their 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 harmonies get better yeah. It was still, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying, oh, they were so horrible. But See, but I wonder if like every once in a while, Jerry Garcia would run off on a, on a tangent, you know, do something. And catch up to me, guys. Yeah, or doing whatever. something artistic that, that they kind of, they kept that different harmony line and he kind of went and did his own thing. And that could be. Yeah. I, like I said. It might I, be just a stamp on I like that. it. I like the sound. Sa- I like the sound. Cool. I never, I've never, they have never been like uh some Metallica or, or right. Pearl Jam or Led Zeppelin used to be because uh-huh. Led Zeppelin I'm liking listening and liking more like some of the songs like and, and you'll find that I think in anybody's vast catalog if they have a long catalog that you're always going to find stuff you don't find like garbage I mean some Rolling Stone songs are garbage yeah. but there are there are such good influential songs and I think that that kind of like it, it bests anything that they've done that's horrible. Right. They they more than counterbalance. Yeah. 
but I, I like the sound. Cool. I, I like the 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 way when I saw. I know what the last song is. I like the last song. I know you do. I like it a lot. It's kind of why I picked this side oh, too, because I figured we'd go out with a bang. Yeah. Well, but, but I I like or a bump. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah. Well, I kill I, myself. I don't have any mirror closet doors, so <laughs> so we're not gonna have to worry about that. No. But I I like their sound. I like the way they they sing because mm-hmm. because the last song is kind of like th- this song. These other songs, there's a little there's it's there's just storytelling and i like mm-hmm. i do like storytelling yeah and me too. i like good music and they do have this and i like that they're introspective too it it seems like they're thoughtful in their lyrics that they they have something to say um you know they're maybe getting a little well all all the grateful dead that i've heard mm-hmm. it sound and i i, I would beyond i mean i will honestly say i have not heard a lot mm-hmm. but all that i have heard sounds like they're in they enjoy playing with each other yeah I and mean, chemistry the, yeah there's the chemistry there's because mm-hmm. the, there's sometimes you hear stuff and you're like something just doesn't sit right yeah. you don't know what you can never put your finger on it yeah but as i as i found so many times before when i've talked things out i realize oh you're bouncing off that idea or you're 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 laser focusing what i'm saying right and yeah that's what i'm saying even though i took a lot of words and you yeah. just said it in three right and word I, economy yeah <laughs> and i'm adult but well it's interesting that you bring up the chemistry thing like uh this past weekend when the band was playing out we were at a, a small um diner bar lounge that place over there that we always play at Mm -hmm. and um uh, there was a couple right up front and they were kind of really into what we were doing they stayed there all night long and towards the end of the night they were like wow you guys have really good chemistry and that's the best compliment that we've ever gotten that is a good compliment and i think that that's like uh, i was like wow that's awesome that you even said that out loud like i don't think most people would even pick up on stuff like that and you well i told you when you were with that other band, mm-hmm. you guys don't have that chemistry. It's not the same at all. There was like some weird vibe going on, I thought. And I'm like, okay, maybe I just don't, maybe I'm so dim-witted I can't tell, but I know I can tell. Yeah. yeah. I just try to be nicer about it and not just, say anything. I'm definitely more comfortable with these guys than That's good. I was with the other guys. Uh, I, I like them. I like the Grateful Dead. Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like everybody's kind of like got this idea in their head about the Grateful Dead and they're kind of stigmatized and a lot of people are like, ah, I don't like the Grateful Dead because they're weird and they're... Yeah, and I I just know that what I've heard, I liked them, so I never Good. thought they were weird. I just never was... I'm not, I'm, I'm, I have a small squirrel brain so i don't (laughs) really (laughs) yeah i don't really think of things if i'm gonna go look for stuff Mm -hmm. i don't oh i want to look for this and i want to look for i never think about 
more than two or three groups and then after that I, I i forgot what i was doing yeah and so i get okay look 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 and then i go look at one oh i i, I finally remember one that i want to find and when i go look at it and i see how much it is i go i'm not getting that yeah i don't I was, like them that much i was looking i don't even for, i don't even know if i like it i was looking for the clash london calling for years I was looking for that vinyl for years. Yeah, I think I just had the Clash Greatest Hits on CD. Well, I definitely want to play the London Calling one. I like London Calling. It's a great album. But I don't know the album. I just... I've been looking for it forever. And I finally found it. And it was only like $20. I was like, yes. Oh, nice. Mine in my collection. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But that was definitely one I was looking for. Yeah, but it, that, and that's... I could spend more like that on something if I really wanted it, but mm-hmm. one I, I I think I would like them because I the songs I've heard I like Digital Underground, mm-hmm. but then I see how expensive I'm got I I, just, I don't know if I'm gonna like them, even though I think I will because I, I like yeah. I like the lead singer's voice, mm-hmm. so and they're so iconic, and I assume that they're gonna sound the same, but I I have a fear that when when I would go get albums. It was, you know, I think, at the most, I'd be spent spending eight ninety nine. Yeah, and that's a lot different than spending twenty five bucks on yeah. a, something that I may or may not like. Well, that's like Linda Ronstadt. I love Linda uh, Linda Ronstadt. I have lots of Linda Ronstadt. I love Linda Ronstadt. I do too. She's one of my favorites. I was totally in love with I Linda mean, Ronstadt. The late seventies. Totally were in a love with her. Wonderful, wonderful time. She was uh, my. I wanted. I was. But Look like how she pretty has, she is. She has so many albums too, though. Like, and I'm not sure. It's so easy. Yeah, I love that song. I, but it, it's 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 one of those like, which album do I buy? I'm not sure. I would have to listen to the digital mm. version of each one, and then figure out, price it out, and figure it out. But like, but if you could, if 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 you looked and you said, oh, I know this song and I know this mm-hmm. song. If I got two songs which I knew, mm-hmm. I I can buy an album. Yeah. Because oh, I know this song. I like this song. Oh, I like this song too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna buy the album. I yeah, don't care. well, that's what I do with like Otis Redding and Muddy Waters and stuff. Cause, and then I have Ray Charles too, because I'm like a huge Ray Charles. Yeah, fan. I have Otis Redding. Like I don't know if it's sitting on the dock of the bay, but it's a double album. It's, it's, I have the greatest hits. Yeah, well, this, this is a double album mm-hmm. with like the greatest hits. And Otis the, Redding is another favorite. I love Otis too. Redding. He's great. Yeah. Mm. All those old doo wop. Good times. Yeah. Well, I got I, I, up there. There's a yellow album, and it's uh, uh, Johnny Be Good. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. Chuck, Chuck Berry. Berry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Great Twenty Eight. Yeah. So I, I was looking so at that. I had that down. I'm like, which one should I? Because I'm gonna, I, I'm going to play one of these. Which side should I play? Uh-huh. Then I'm like, uh, well, I like Johnny Be Good, but then I like this Mabel. I, oh, I don't know. Then Why I, can't you be true? Then, then oh, will people baby. like him? I don't know. Oh well. Dude, I'm, I just told my my drummer. I was like, you, "Have you ever heard Chuck Berry?" He's like, "I've heard, you know, Johnny Be Good and and Beethoven, Roll Over Beethoven, yeah, and all that, that stuff." And he's like, "He's." I was like, "Have you heard my dingling?" <laughs> my, I, I I think that's on and that he was album, like, and that's only shut up. That's, that's why I bought real. it. Yeah, because. Well, and I was like, my dad, my mom and dad said that they played that on the radio. Like it they was did. A, my it dealing. Was a, it was yeah. a lead song on there. Just I'm like, like they, what? Yeah. That, the first time I heard it, I'm like, who's singing this? <laughs> and then, then I was like, I bought, I got the, I had to find an album with it on there. Yeah. And I, I same thing with, with uh, my big 10 inch yeah. record. Yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah. When I heard that, That's I was a like, great song that too. is, it is, a, it's awesome. And it's funny. Yeah. 
And, Anytime and, you can get those you double entendres. You've got to have some kind of humor in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to play the, the third one. It's called Easy Wind. And this was sang by Pigpen, the other lead singer. So let's see if you can hear the difference, I guess. <laughs> I've been ballin' a shiny black steel jackhammer Been chippin' up rocks for the great highway I live five years if I take my time Ballin' that jack and drinkin' my wine I've been chippin' them rocks from dawn till doom While my rider hide my bottle in the other I will You never get away 
I try to serve my tea. I like that one too. I, I would say this though. Had I heard this one, I might not have known it was the Grateful Dead. Yeah, it's it's a lot different. It's that more gravelly blues kind of. Yeah, I, I, it, it kind of reminded me of of uh, Quicksilver Messenger Service. Yeah, a little bit. And I, because I, 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 I would have gone. Ah, I don't know who this is. Yeah, and and I really like the bongo kind of sound. Yeah, I liked it. It was a good yeah. song. The harmonica. Mm-hmm. I love harmonica. It was that was cool. The guitars. I I like that old uh, that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and as you said before, it's not really heavy. No. But they were just jamming. Yep. And so and I I really like that middle interlude where they're doing the, the they pretty much are jamming out that middle section. Yeah, it was, I like that song. Mm-hmm. That perhaps my favorite so far. That's a cool song. It was, it, and I like his voice. Yeah, uh, it's a lot different from Jerry Garcia's too. So you said he died. He did. He died in 1973. You said that. So how uh, old was he? He was 27. So he's part of the 27 Club. Yeah. Um, he died three years after Janis Joplin did, and uh, Janis Joplin died in 1970, I think in October. And uh, there's a legend that says that those two were, you know, they were soulmates. There's, uh, so his name was Rob, I think it's McElney, McElney, I can't. McElney. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Uh-huh. But, um, but they say that those two were, they were together all the time. They, they shared influences. Um, they both liked alcohol rather than the psychedelics that were happening at the time. And um, there's legend that says that, you know, eventually Pigpen died of a broken heart because he was without Janice. So that's like that war-torn love story that, that kind of goes along with the Grateful Dead, which I was always told when I was a kid. Hmm. That Janice was this big, larger-than-life woman that she was always around the men and she drank Southern Comfort and she was, you know, had that raspy voice and full Did of power. Did she die from drinking? Yeah. Well, no, she died of a heroin overdose. Oh. Yeah. So. Um, well, I don't know. She, did, But she died at 27 as well. Yeah, I knew that. Jimi yeah. Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Uh, uh, Morrison. Morrison. Van Morrison. Yeah. Van Morrison. No, no, not Van Jim, Morrison. Jim, Jim, Jim Morrison. Morrison. <laughs> yeah. He died at 27. There's a lot of people that have died at, at the age of 27. But Jim Morrison faked his death. Uh, you know, his dad was in the military from what I understand. And he was actually like a rich kid. That's that's what I've heard. 
right. But everybody go on Wikipedia and look up the 27 Club. There's there's a lot of people in there. Yeah. And I, it's, in, I, it's interesting because Pigpen is also buried in Palo Alto. Okay. Yeah. So I've always I, wanted to take my dad yeah, out there. Yeah. And I'm not a... I, it was never really into the Grateful Dead. Right. Or didn't even know about them. I just knew who... Just, to me, Grateful Dead, Jefferson Starship, mm-hmm. Janis Joplin, mm-hmm. all that late Bob Dylan, uh-huh. all that stuff was kind of the same, and I never really was wood that Woodstock era. Right, I never was like, oh, I want to hear more of this. Mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix, I don't know, I've just never been into. See, that's the stuff that the I'll Flying put. Burrito Brothers. Oh, I've heard of the Flying Burrito because wasn't that a uh... Peter Peter Rowan? Yeah, I don't don't know. I don't know. I just know names. Oh. I just wasn't into them. Peter Paul and Mary. Mhm. I wasn't into any of that. See, and, and that's the stuff my parents were into, so Probably that's... because my parents weren't into that. Yeah. And so, and my friends, we n- none of them I don't think any of them had Vietnam mm-hmm. brother they, they we were all the same age or right. pretty close and the oldest kid is probably three or four years older than me uh-huh. and then the youngest is like two or three after yeah so we're all in the same age bracket right but as I told you earlier we go to for the summer we'd go up to my grandparents house mm-hmm. and my uncles were hmm, I think 11 and 12 years older than me uh-huh. so I'm I'm six and I'm up there, so they're seventeen, eighteen, oh, and they're playing "Hey Jude" and, right. and uh, "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds." Right. So I get, I, I get the Beatles. I don't get, and they may have been playing the Grateful Dead. See, and it's it's interesting to me to think back then. Like, um, so my mom was born in 1950, and my dad was born in 1954. So you know, by the time Woodstock came around, they were teenagers. So that's like that's why they're kind of into that. But there was there I there's a schism. There's the harder rock of like the Rolling Stones and the Doors and Jimi Hendrix. There's like this rebel kind of like side that's like associated with like a, a bad side of the rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But then there's the other side, which is like Simon and Garfunkel and kind of like this kind of pop kind of and the Beatles and kind of that era over on the other side that's more affiliated with kind of like the more pop accepted kind of rock that was happening. So I think my parents were the rebels without a cause on that other maybe drug addled side. But that, what happens with the Beatles mm-hmm. is they switch over. Yeah. They, they, you can see them slowly move from the clean cut, straight laced, wearing ties and suits individuals to the long haired, bearded hippies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And America corrupted as America corrupts everything. They were like, hey, by the way, peace and love, peace and love. Yeah. (laughs) We're bigger than Jesus. So, I, I, and for me, I like. The old Beatles when they're when they're singing, hey, it's a hard day's night, right. and I like all that stuff. And then when they get they start getting darker and yeah. go Revolver and Experimental, Sergeant Pepper's, yeah, and I like all that. Mm-hmm. Rubber Soul, it's Rubber good. Soul is one of my favorites. They're good. they're good. I like the Beatles. I do too. You know, and I, I'm I'm kind of upset at my parents for not introducing me to them sooner because then I wouldn't have. But I, I, I think I got introduced that my parents didn't listen to them. Yeah. 
My parents. So my parents were born in the, I think forty and forty two, uh-huh. something like that. And so my mom is a teenager when Elvis yeah yeah comes out. So she's got. I got her a whole bunch of her forty fives, and it's Elvis Presley and Pat Boone uh-huh. and Ricky Nelson uh-huh. and David Nelson. It's all all the stuff that was just coming on or going on right at right, that time. Right. So by the time I'm born, they still she's 22, and so she's I think not really getting new music. Right. You get to a point where you don't get exposed as much as right. as you used to be. Because you're in the thick of it, and, and you, yeah, you have things, you have responsibilities, yeah, that's so you what don't I have. I don't have. Yeah, you're in the thick of it. You're in the thick of it. You have two daughters that are just screaming at you, mom, 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 and you're about to. And I'm like, everybody needs to just not talk anymore, or else mom's gonna lose her shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, I think that's why, when because my dad and mom, they're even they skip. My dad did. I know, like Linda Ronstadt, uh-huh. and. Joan Baez, mm-hmm. but I think he likes uh, who's the, who's a girl that not Melissa Etheridge. Melissa, she has long black Coolidge, Rita Coolidge. Oh, okay. Right? He liked Rita Coolidge. Uh-huh. So the people they they like later. I remember Sammy Davis Jr. Mm-hmm. and Dean Martin, mm-hmm. and we. We put on a show for my dad. He came home from work, and they put my mom put on albums, and we were dressed up. We dressed Elvis and Tom Jones. That's, That's cool. another one. Oh yeah, it was totally cool. Hey, mumbo, mumbo. So we did. Young. We did. Er, we did early lip syncing content. Oh, I don't cool. know what we did. We just went out there and pretended <laughs> like we were singing. Right. And <laughs> I remember. I remember. The, and I still don't know what this is called, but the long cigarette holder. Oh yeah, they had one of those, and so we—I don't know—one of the guys smoked Dean Martin, or yeah. one of them used it. So we we did it for ah, our show for cool. my dad. Yeah, it was totally cool. I did cool. that for my Halloween costume just last year. Oh, cool. I was a flapper, so because it's oh, the nice. Roaring Twenties. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it's no longer roaring with viruses for the rest of the twenties. <laughs> but I had a long cigarette Rawr. thing. You know what I mean? Yep. That was fun. Yeah, I I don't even know what they're called. I don't know. I either. call them extended cigarette <laughs> or the extra long cigarette the holder. Extended. Just cigarette. like, just like when you're you, uh, face mask on a stick. <laughs> yeah, the the masquerade. Yes, I don't know what that's called, but that's what I call the face it's mask. A mask on, on mask a on a stick. stick. <laughs> yeah, I went to the corn dog on a stick and got mask <laughs> on a stick. I was thinking that too. Uh, Hot dog dipped in batter on a stick. Mm, I love corn dogs. I can't have corn dogs anymore. Oh, so have you been, uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> Do you know what corn dogging is? <laughs> I think that's what yes. my kids called it. That's where you kick somebody in the uh, butt with knee your in knee. The, knee him in the, yep. Okay. Good. <laughs> I thought that I didn't know. I, my kids told me that. I'm like, okay. I feel like the '90s kids invented that. Yeah. Well, I know what it is, yeah, or at least we know we know the same thing. Ow! Ow! It hurts. <laughs> no. Yeah. Owie. And the credit card? No, I never... I did No? No, because I didn't have a reader back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the credit card called before the credit card was invented? Hmm. Uh, well, H- hand between the cheeks. 
you have it's, it was hand between two pillows. Yeah, that's not a pillow. <laughs> so, yes. Any songs left? One more song left. The Are song. Are you gonna tell me the name? The one song. Okay, you don't have to tell me the name. I'm going to anyways. Casey Jones. Whoop whoop. The one <laughs> everybody knows. High on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better. <laughs> yeah, and I like this. I like this song a lot. Yeah, this is a Might be song. my favorite. Well, I'm glad you get to hear it. Thank you. <laughs>
emotion just crossed my mind. I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I don't know, that guitar, it's, it just sounds cool. Yeah, it's a nice driving, and then the, it talks about cocaine. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> the, the, the first time I heard it, I'm like, oh, who's this? Mm-hmm. But... I, I it's on the album I have, and I think it's Skeleton from the Closet, the best of the Grateful Dead, uh-huh. because I'm like, oh, there's one other song I like on it, and it's a song where some guy, I think, is in a city somewhere, and they want him to, he gets in a fight, and he's going to oh, kill. Oh, like, don't kill me. And he's going to kill the, the lady talks him into killing some guy for her. I, th- I think it's Mexicali Blues. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And I like that song a lot, too. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. So I was trying, what is this song? What is... I think, but I think that's what it is. Yeah. But, so, I like their sound. Yeah. And, and I'm a big, huge fan of their storytelling, like, within it. And in its folk, it's something that's not super heavy hitting. I mean, you're not going to listen to this necessarily to, to go out dancing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's something that you can, you know, just... Chill just out, chill out too. To. Yeah, yeah. It's just something that you could put on, and and especially well, the side you just played, mm-hmm. you could put that on with a whole bunch of people here, and I don't think everyone's gonna go, boo, yeah. turn it on. They're like, oh, this is all right. Yeah, it's definitely a vibing because kind of thing. Y- especially if you just everybody's just chilling, talking. Yeah, you don't want something that's gonna distract from exactly. the conversation. See, and for me, like because I'm a live music performer. I'm really into live music. So like, you know how you'll look on YouTube, you'll find like some live stuff for some of your favorite bands. And that's definitely when they play those songs, it's different than when you're listening to it from the radio or when you're listening to it from an album, those lives, they transcend even the song because when you're there and you're listening to what's going on and you're watching people dance around, it's, it it adds to everything else, Mm -hmm. especially if you like the song. Um, Pigpin does a version of uh, Turn On Your Love Light, which is actually a cover, but I'm not sure who did it originally. But it's like an epic, like 12 minute song. And my dad used to cover it at, at the jam bars because he used to host a jam session in Merced. And so it was a blues jam session. Anybody could come in, whoever walked in the door with a guitar and they wanted to play, he'd put them up there. And so at the end of the night, it was always the Turn On Your Love Light. And, and it was like this epic long thing, but it was such a performance. It wasn't really about the song. It was the performance of the song that would just make everything, everybody in the house was just like glued. And I can only imagine that watching some of that stuff live was just amazing. This is different from the, the, the Memorial Day, Labor Day festivals? Yeah, this was different. Because okay. uh, it was an every night Wednesday night jam session that he would have at one of the local bars. It started at Rudy's uh, Blues and Jazz, which is no longer there. Um, but then it went down to the Star Club on Main Street. Um, they're still there, but they don't have a jam session anymore. Because well, they, they had one downtown on H Street. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so I went to I went there a couple times. Mm-hmm. It just guys would get up. Jam sessions are so much fun. It was pretty cool, and that's yeah. where I come from. That's my live music you know, that's your jam background that's literally my jam <laughs> because there's people that they can read music they can play music they can have an eidetic memory with all of uh whatever music that they want to play but they can't quote unquote boogie 
improvise. They can't improvise. They can't just make stuff up on the fly. Um, you play soccer with guys mm-hmm. that, whoa, how did you do that? I don't know. I just did it. <laughs> yeah. And other guys. Muscle memory. That, yeah. <laughs> or, or you just do something and, and you don't even think about it. It right. just happens and you're like, oh, I can't believe it. Because you're athletic. That. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it's the same way as, as a musician. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm just going to do this. And, and especially when you get someone that you know what they do mm-hmm. and you guys play off of each other. Yeah. It, it's There was a guy that I played with and we'd played, I first played with him when we I was 11. Mm-hmm. And then every other year we'd play. And then in high school we played together. Mm-hmm. And then my last year of college, he played. So, and then we played on an adult team, over 30 team together. Mm-hmm. And so I'd known him for 20 years. I knew what he would do. Yeah. And one time he did something and nobody, everybody th- thinks he's going to do one thing. No, I knew what he was doing. And yeah. It, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. But it, because I knew him, nobody else knows him like I yeah. know him. And it, it, playing with some like that i can imagine what it's like doing that with with uh people that you have you you just you you just know you just have you all have it together yep Yep. well and it's funny because uh a pig pen he met jerry garcia when they were 14 years old so 14 they were 14 that's 14 yeah that's like me i knew people when i was and I mean, so they, they've known each other for that long. And then they they uh, met up with Bob Weir, great songwriter. Robert Hunter, great songwriter. I think even like Phil Lesh was, was in with them. And, and, and all these guys, they had known each other and hung out with each other and done drugs with each other, <laughs> which I think forms a bond, too, of some kind. They've all freaked out with each other. <laughs> um, so, you know, they they had a cohesive thing they had such good chemistry together and i mean any band can wish for that chemistry is so important i mean look at the rolling stones look how long and aerosmith look how long that they've been together like that doesn't happen overnight yeah well i I can't remember what group i played that i was looking at the lineup Mm -hmm. and there was oh uh head east Uh (coughs) uh-huh I think I counted 28 members. <laughs> That's a lot of money to split between. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, this one was from 72 to 74 and uh-huh. then came back in, in 83 to 80. Uh-huh. But got, I mean, the list of people that played, when you get a core group that stays together, yeah, it's it, it really is fun. Yeah. When I played, I was playing in San Francisco mm-hmm. and the team I was on the Greeks, we had, we had, I'm going to say about seven guys Mm -hmm. that were, that we all played together for six years Mm -hmm. for the whole time I was there. And it was just like a family. Yeah. And you know, you know what, I know what you're going to do. You know what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It makes it really fun. Well, like with my band, the, when we first got together, you know, we were we were practicing at Guitar Center through the guys kind of work there. So then it's like, 
<clears throat> the um, after we would practice on Monday nights, we would go across the street to PWX, and we would just sit there and drink and tell stories, and and it was bonding. And I remember there was a point where we were like, "Hey, um, uh, one of the band members was like, "Hey, I can't do this this night. You know, I've got something going on." And we we're like, "No problems, man. You know, we're we're family now, so we don't really have to work about worry about anything like that." And so it was kind of one of those moments where they were like. Oh well, thank you. I I I'm glad you you see it that way. It's like no man, we're we're family. <laughs> yeah, it's it's when you get to that point, mm-hmm. things start to change. Yeah, <coughs> and then you choke yourself with water. <laughs> <sighs> At least it was water and well, I don't know, but saliva. Now I gotta, maybe I have, maybe I have the Rona. You better not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can't do that in public no more. I got a tickle. I, uh, you said you said something so funny. <laughs> Sometimes. Do you remember what it was yeah. about coughing? Yeah. It was so funny. She said, and this was totally out of the blue. Coughing. That's the new N word. <laughs> I'm like, it was from one huh. of my. It was from one of my uh, podcasts. No, one of my uh, comedians that I follow. It was one of his tweets. Yeah. It was pretty hilarious. I, it I was made like, me laugh. That totally. It would. It was. Huh, good point. Because I remember at the beginning, somebody would cough in the store and you'd be like, what? Huh? Yeah. Get away from that person. There was one point where the guys on either side of me were coughing up a storm Mm -hmm. and they were off for a week and then they came back and they were still coughing up a storm. I'm (laughs) like, "Eh, whatever, just don't really cough near me. Just don't cough on me. Yeah. You can cough all you want. I don't care. Whatever. If I get it, I get it. Humans are gross. Well, I don't even think it was, it wasn't a disease yet. Yeah. I mean, it was a disease, but it wasn't a disease. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it is. F the Rona. What that's is. what I say. Yeah. The word, homie. <laughs> okay. And then we're going to start talking in jive. <laughs> you ever, you, you've seen Airplane? Yeah. Do you, can you talk in jive? No. Okay. I can't freestyle for nothing. Yeah. Neither can I. <laughs> I could just say words that rhyme. Yeah. I'm good with wordplay, but nothing else. Yeah. Well, I'm good at foreplay. <laughs> that's a form of wordplay, right? No? Uh, yes? Absolutely. Like a cunning linguist? <laughs> wow. I love it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's We're getting punch drunk. Uh, I'm definitely getting... Um, it's drunk? Late drunk. Punched? Oh, my, my life. <laughs> yeah. Woe is me. Well, I have to not work tomorrow. I have to deal with my daughters. Woo. I still have to wake up early and make sure that they get logged on to school. And it's always like, Mom, what's three plus four? <laughs> Count your fingers. Yep. The two that are missing and then subtract <laughs> one more. I told you not to mess with that lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like this album. Good. I'm glad I brought it. Yeah, the the th- the three first three songs I've never heard. Cool. But they did sound. They sounded like the the Grateful Dead. Well, yeah. The third one, because it wasn't Jerry Garcia singing, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have known probably. Mm-hmm. But the the music kind of sounds similar. Yeah. But this good song, good side. Yeah. yeah. I this is. I mean, the other side's really good too. Um, yeah. There's one song that's pretty. Uh, Pretty slow, but I don't know. See, I don't mind slow songs. The the slow one, but it's a, it's called High Time, 
and it's it's talking about a trip. It's pretty much talking just about like an acid trip. Yeah, getting yeah. high. Um, which is an interesting song, but Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Heck, who knows? Maybe I'll play the other side. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I I don't know if you know. You can play whatever you want. Oh, I know. I don't know if you know. I played both sides of albums. I know. I don't know. If I like you know. how you finished some of the Blobs albums. You were like, I like this a lot. Yeah. I'm gonna play the next side on my next. Yeah, that was cool. We we liked each other. Yeah. Not like you and me. I know we hate each other. Yeah, it's a, it's a love hate relationship. <laughs> There's no love and lots of hate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I enjoyed that. Awesome. Thank you, Miss Panda. No problemo. Do you have anything else? I have nothing else. Say good night, Blob. Good night, Blob. Bye. Later. <laughs>